0: Cyber isn't one thing, cyber is everything. It cuts across every industry, connecting everybody. It's the same way Dakota State University isn't just a university. With our Cyber 27 initiative, DSU has a stronger, more secure future. We're adding more faculty and welcoming more students, building labs, adding degrees, conducting game-changing research. We need partners to work with us and put our graduates to work for them. Visit dsucyber27.com to learn more.
3: Hello and welcome to week 20 of the Foot Weekly Podcast, a nice round number for the Team of the Year content episode. And uh, I'll introduce our guest without further ado, we've got, as we so often do, Foot Legend's
2: Uh, japes welcome back thank you much ben not uh particularly eventful team of the year for me but i think i am not alone in that capacity
3: no i don't think you are and we'll see whether that's the case for our next two guests first of all as we often have on these podcasts spreadsheet fifa aka josh welcome back
4: yeah very uh uneventful for me too just no sniff of a blue i've not even had like the fake out of an honorable mention yet so Mm. it's been uh it's been heavy going. I got one honorable mention fake. Oh. Nice.
2: Who was the who was the one? Uh, the one was Pedri. Pedri. Ah, oh, I got him too. <laughs> um,
3: And yeah, as you know, Jake's actually had his Phenoms untradeable anyway. So the old Jeep theory uh, mm. coming into play there for me. And we'll introduce our final guest, see whether he's had any luck. It is Nate, the Foot
1: Accountant. Welcome back. It's good to be back, Ben. Thanks for having me. And I am in the same boat. No real team of the years yet. Just an honorable mentions, Bremer. But uh, I'm not going out without a fight, so I'm still doing more upgrade packs, doing whatever (laughs) I can, (laughs) try to get
3: it blue. Well, I actually did save quite a good amount of decent quality packs, ones with minimum rating. So, you know, 83+, 84+, and saved them, pretty much all of them until Sunday have been opening over the last few weeks. Packs that weren't particularly great so that I could keep the club ticking over. And when I got Pedri and and actually Davies as well, I was like, mm,
2: that's okay, but probably not that great. But compared to other people who've saved even more, kind of good. Yeah, I think I had like 125 packs yeah. saved, something like that. I've I've almost been able to craft uh, Sadio Mane at this point, though. So I'm excited about that. Nice. What about
3: you, Josh? How I mean, I guess you're doing like league SBCs and all that, so you're probably many, many packs in.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've actually found the the grind of packs to be quite good mm. um, because the price of League SBCs has come down so much. Mm. I've opened probably 300 to 400 packs so far, um, but good packs, not like mm. kind of average packs. And I've still got all of my fodder packs, so all my 81 by 11s and the 83 by 10s that we've been able to grind over the past kind of six weeks or so. Um, so I've got I've still got big chances to come, but it's it, it does seem like heavy going and it definitely feels like that's reflected in the price. It feels like the, the drop weight is way lower than it's been in previous years.
3: Yeah, maybe we should start by talking about that. I think it's good that none of us have packed a team of the year because it's probably nice for listeners to hear that, who've probably seen team of the years popping out everywhere. Um, But in reality, people aren't really packing them. They're not probably it seems as common as they were last cycle. It is interesting though, because if you look at the pack odds in the store, it doesn't necessarily suggest that they're that much lower or especially worse. I mean, I think it was the elite pack plus, it does have a 1.1% chance of a team of the year. Certainly some of these um, packs that are untradable in the store, they like really... I would call, incentivized packs, the ones that um, are clearly set up for people to buy them who wouldn't normally buy packs, um, but are untradeable, have very high odds of Team of the Year, if you think about it in kind of Team of the Year terms. But that still hasn't necessarily helped. And I guess, you know, the odds are always low, but Nate, it felt like last year, Team of the Years were coming out pretty regularly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think last year almost made Team of the Year feel like it was almost a normal promo because the cards were maybe too packable for comparative to previous years where I knew some people last year that packed, you know, 10, 12, even 15 with definitely some duplicates in there, but full Mm. team of the year cards, packing Don Ruma multiple times or whatever. And then the honorable mentions last year even were just a lot more packable as well. But like you said, we can absolutely see that this year is different and we expect it to be a lot like last year. Uh, because the market has been pretty similar to last year in most regard, especially with pack weight. But yeah, they <laughs> it's been different with the team of the year cards this year because a lot of them just, it started low-ish and now they're just, they're just flying as people realize, man, these are tough to pack. And if I want one, I'm probably gonna go have to buy it.
4: Mm. I feel like EA have given us far more options to kind of stack packs and mm. they've lent a lot more into the save your packs up kind of thing and it feels like they've adjusted the pack weight to kind of kill us a little bit on the other side of that by not... I, I, I don't know how their system works. I'm sure it's not a, you get a percentage. Like I'm sure the market isn't like you get a percentage of this type of card, and no matter how many packs are open, the percentage will always be the same, because if more packs are open than normal, I don't know if they'd want more Team of the Year's on the market because it could crash the market. And so I don't know if it's dynamically been changed because people have had so many more packs and especially fodder packs. I don't think it's even something that's specific to just Team of the Year. I feel like the fodder packs in general this year, like the 83 by 25s and the like, have actually been way worse this year than they were last year. It felt like they were... You were upset if you didn't get an absolutely outstanding card out of a big fodder pack last year. Whereas this year it just seems the norm. I saw an 83 by 25 in which someone got 2383s. Mm. And it's like I felt like that wasn't wasn't a thing that much last year.
3: Mm. Yeah. So it's almost that idea that the there's been inflation in terms of the packs that you're getting, the quality of the pack. And therefore they're yeah. they're having to compensate. And and this doesn't need to be something they do dynamically, right? They know that people are stacking packs. So when they put Team of the Year into packs, they can decide, right, we're going to weight them down because we know people are going to open a higher quality of pack, which, I mean, would make sense. I mean, on the flip side, Japes, it's always meant to be something that's rare to pack. It it would completely shatter the curve if everyone was able to run around with Team of the Years, uh, many Team of the Years in their squad. So, I
2: don't know. I mean, there's like a real part of me that's like, gosh, I'm thrilled that I'm not going to play against Team of the Years all the time. And Mm -hmm. there's another part of me that's like, Uh, I play in like the elite division. I'm probably going to play against team of the years all the time. And now I don't have any. So Mm. I don't know. You know, I've got like a million coins saved right now. uh, And I'm just not sure where to go with that. And I don't think I'm alone. I think there's a lot of people in the situation that's like, okay, so these are, Way more expensive than I thought. I'm not gonna be able to pack one. And now what? And I'm my concern is that people are gonna just like leave the game mm. after this. Mm. Like be like, all right. I mean, I tried. That was like demoralizing. And the first couple times that they play against Team of the Years, following, they're gonna be like, f this. I know what
3: you mean. Because. We've also all
2: had a taste of it because they've
3: been giving out these loans, haven't they? I mean, mm-hmm. that is going to get people frustrated if they're, they're
2: way better. Uh,
3: unobtainable. Um, but do you think, Nate, that there will be a drop-off? I mean, they're the hype thing at the moment. Um, we already know that there's going to be future stars from packs added to the code already. So is it going to be a case of, well, people have saved their coins, they're putting them into players, the market's kind of rising, and that can have a knock-on effect where the market keeps rising and eventually wants something that's a bit more shiny comes in, you know, they drop off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we see that week in and week out besides live cards. I mean, most cards in this game don't generally do that well mm. in a price appreciation manner out of packs because, yeah, new cards come in, people want to try new stuff out. I I do think that Team of the Year's every year, they they hold on a little bit longer because, you know, they have the really high ratings and they have some pretty insane stats and they're always big name players. So that helps them. But yeah, your point about future stars, the next promo coming out, you know, shiny new cards with especially players that a lot of people haven't used in FIFA because their base cards are lower rated and it's just around the hype of the player. Like that's going to be some pretty cool shiny new cards that people could um, change up their teams with. And I think In terms of prices, it's the team of the year cards. Yes, have gone up a lot in price since you know the full team came in packs, but the rest of the market has too. I think a lot of people have seen how expensive the team of the years are. Like, wow, these are tough to pack, and they've gone out and maybe just bought cards from other teams. A lot of coins get put on the market during team of the year weekend because a lot of people with those saved up packs that are tradable. A lot of people opening the FIFA point lightning rounds or the store packs that are tradable. It it brings a lot of coins to the market, and you see those most kind of high tier meta cards like a good example is trent alexander arnold's centurion's card is literally up a hundred thousand coins in the last week and a half as Mm -hmm. the market's really gone up a lot and that it's not going to last forever but for the here and now it's probably going to stick around for a little bit but yeah we'll have to see what future stars brings and i would expect that cards like a trent not him specifically but that kind of tier of the market would be maybe heard a bit more from a future stars promo than the team of the years in the short term mm. but in the long term i definitely think the team of the years would tail off
2: i mean i feel like team of the years if my memory serves me correctly they like hang at least strong in price until like march
1: usually yeah that's that's pretty fair
2: and but then most of and do. then people start being like team of the seasons you know a month away or you know whatever and mm. it, they start to decline off of that but like I looked at KDB's price and he's like, what, 3 million coins right now? Yeah. I feel like last year he was like 1.2 million coins cheaper. And now you could say like, maybe that's just, there's more coins on the market in general, but like that is a big discrepancy in who's going to be able to get a card. And he's not even one of the like elite big name attackers.
1: I worry about that a little bit too. And I see like, you know, future stars is a really nice concept to throw in behind team of the year because you just got everybody excited for team of the year. And now... You have a cool concept with players that don't normally get cards to get new items in the game. I mean, since Christmas, we would call like what? The Christmas noobs, if you will. It's not all just new people coming to FIFA. It's people that have played FIFA in the past that get the game during that period. Like it's been, I, I think there's been more demand and more hype for people playing FIFA in the last month than there was during the World Cup. Um, I mean, I look look at views on channels Mm-hmm. My own and, and other people's, and even just the market, how it's re- been reacting since like Christmas around that time frame. It's just been there's been a lot of hype on FIFA. So, yeah, I'm I worry with you, but I'm curious to see how EA tries to stop that, of course, because they make money if they don't let people fall away from the game. So, we'll see where it goes. But,
3: yeah, we've said before actually a few times in the past, you know, where does the power curve go from here? And it tends to kind of work out, but it's an interesting one because with future stars they're going to have to be huge upgrades to make players that can compete with the team of the year players but you know people just have to be interested in those players be willing to sell and make changes and, and move on from team of the year players for them to drop and you know people are buying back
4: right now um, but you know Josh would they be making future stars comparable i think that could be a problem though i think if it you could be, yeah. if you try and yeah. release players that can compete with the team of the years firstly, you kind of denigrate the quality of Team of mm. the Year and the the reason why everybody like loves it and puts so much into it because they give you the best players for the next six months or four months, however long it will take you to get to TOTS. But also, if every player becomes a Team of the Year level player, then what's the point in playing to try and progress your team anyway if you're not really improving it? Mm. Either we're going to have Team of the Year as this promo where you get 12 of the best players in the game for the next four months, or you have to make it like every other promo. And EA aren't going to do that because this is the promo that most people get excited for outside of Team of the Season. So mm. it's it's always been a problem because of that because it introduces these cards that are usually so ahead of the power curve that it's it's kind of... and That's why last year I thought they'd slightly maybe made the cards slightly worse to try and make them not quite as far ahead, but they've gone the other way this year. And going back to something you said earlier, the fact that so many packs are untradeable, everything you do is untradeable pack return, it made the market more expensive for cards that people actually want. And
3: just to kind of add, it is part of the reason why they are so expensive. Actually, I was thinking because of the kind of caliber of icons, Nate, because obviously previously we started to get moments, right? And I know we do have... These team of the year icon players, which you know, we could also talk about, they've gone back into packs, so you'd expect them to drop a a bit, maybe, but honestly, they haven't dropped massively, um, if at all. The fact that we don't have that tier of moments that are going to be out for a while. So people know they're gonna, you know, they're gonna drop in price and so they get cheaper and, and things like that. They previously have competed with team of the years to some extent, maybe not properly, but to some extent, and they had better chemistry, right? <laughs> that there isn't that like tier of alternative players for people to use um i would say this cycle which again may be pushing it higher and also honorable mentions i would say the quality of that team is is not what it was compared to last year yeah i I definitely agree with that the team of the years are definitely the cream
1: of the crop i feel like those team of the year icons too it's it's just like the world cup release a lot of them while they were first out were pretty expensive and then they tailed off because we had primes and stuff that were coming out later on um, mm-hmm. and the mids, I, I think those were released before the mids. No, those were released before the primes, but yeah, with no icon moments being released this year, from what EA have said, like these icons here are the best ones we'll have until they release another promo with icons inside of them, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's part of it too. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you right now. It's those team of the year icons and team of the year cards, and maybe just a handful of the honorable mentions that are yeah. the,
3: the cream of the crop. Could it change over the course of this week at all, Josh, do you think? Is there anything that might happen that really lends itself to, uh, you know, the market dropping and these prices becoming more affordable? And also people may be packing more of them, even if they're untradeable, I suppose. I, I'm thinking maybe, I guess you could have a significant gamble SBC or maybe a very desirable
4: icon. I think I think there's a few things that, that could happen. The thing that's going to massively change the price, though, is something tradable, because... I'd love to know the distribution of tradable versus untradable team of the years mm. because if most people have packed them untradable, actually, nothing's really going to change the price unless we get a tradable pack in the store that gives you a high chance of mm. of getting them. Well, that's fair to say, isn't
3: it that the packs we've had so far that have been tradable don't seem to have that higher percentage, right? I've been yeah. checking the store, and the trade untradable packs seem to be pretty good chance, especially the ones that are are limited per user. But the ones that aren't are generally like around 1%.
4: And and the fact that you can now spend 3,000 FIFA points on an untradeable pack is like mental. And so, it, it, do, would we really be surprised if there was a 6,000 FIFA point pack that was like one and a half million coins and it guaranteed a team of the year?
3: Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? On that, I think we should take a bit of a break. We'll be back to talk about honorable mentions, some pound for pound powerhouses whether Player of the Month Mbappe, might be worth it, and uh, where you should put your fodder. All that after this break. Hello listeners, it's Team of the Year, but it's also the end and the last chance to enter that 36,000 FIFA point giveaway over on Patreon. So there really, really is no better time to join up and become a supporter than now. The FIFA points will be delivered before the end of Team of the Year, worth saying that. So perhaps go over there, check it out, see what you think, potentially support the podcast, keep it going, get an extra podcast every week, ad free, it's early, and yeah, there's, there's loads of other stuff to enjoy, not just the giveaway not just bonus podcasts, and it's kept the podcast going. It means we can do the podcast, which is fantastic. This has been a bit of a ramble of a break, but hopefully I've conveyed the point. Perhaps you're now interested. It would be great if you were. You can head over to bit.ly slash xmas23points. That's bit.ly slash xmas23points. Link in the description, or you can search support for weekly. Oh, and if you're on YouTube, another plug. I do like, subscribe,
0: and do all the youtube things. It really helps out. Let's get back into the pod. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, Finish it and get started on the next one. Download the app today because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros.
3: Hello, welcome back after the break. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's get into talking pound for pound powerhouse. Doesn't normally come after the break, but that is... Team of the Year for you throws up some surprises, just like Team of the Year icons, actually, which came back into packs, which we did predict. And the first pound-for-pound powerhouse nomination comes from a listener. Well, not just a listener, but a guest as well, Bramers. He says he's got to go for the Team of the Year icon, Sanchez SPC. Bramers says he scored 15 goals for me in weekend league, and I'd probably drop Mbappe before him at this point. It's really nice to see EA making some of these quote-unquote lesser icons, not only usable, but actually highly desirable as part of this promotion. Alonso looks great too, and I can't wait to try him. The rest of the Team of the Year seems insidiously designed to suck money out of people, but Team of the Year icons are, in the parlance of our times, a common dub. (laughs) And yeah, it's interesting because we're talking about maybe icons having an impact on how expensive these Team of the Years are because there aren't the alternatives out there, but certainly in terms of the other icons, the previously less usable ones, This has been great for them and their usability. Um, But Nate, let's move on to you. Who would you go for for your pound for pound this week? I have to shout out my main man, Harry Kane.
1: Um, Mm. And the face of the card, it just looks like a simple plus one with some plus twos. But then when you dive deep down in the details, um, you have a plus 10 agility and plus 11 balance from his team in the tournament card. So although it doesn't look like that big of a boost, I'm sure that that agility balance... Uh, increase in game makes him feel a lot better. I'm definitely excited to try him out. I feel like his price is decent as well, like 300K. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of the honorable mentions, I think, just people were underwhelmed at first. They just seem like decent, right? There's Mm -hmm. nothing super crazy surprising in there. There's some really nice cards, but um, nothing absolutely wild. And I would share that sentiment about Javi Alonso. I'm in the middle of getting his SBC done. Just with all the packs being open during team of the year. And I'm excited to give him a try.
3: He looks really, mm. really fun. Nice. Well, uh, Josh, who'd you like to nominate for pound for pound?
4: It's tough. Uh, budget options. I was I was gonna shout out um the honorable mentions Nabil Fekir. Mm. I know he kind of terrorized us last year with his Europa League card, but um, you know, this one's still just as good. Really, really solid card. Not that like it's much better. I'll say it's much better than his um, Rule Breakers, I think it was. But it's it's only a plus one on the card stats. Again, another kind of weird thing of the card being much better, but only getting a plus one. Um, but I'm going to go for those people that are trying to complete SBCs and are grinding the game, but maybe are struggling to get some of the higher-rated players to put into SBCs. Ferran Jukla, mm. the Moments SPC is currently the cheapest 87-rated card In the game, because he's only 20k as an SBC, and the cheapest 87, I think, is 27,000 coins. If you want to use him in game, he looks quite fun, Uh, but just in kind of like a (laughs) pound-for-pound, this is what I would be doing, I think he's pretty solid. You're going to get yourself an 87-rated card that has got decent stats, but you can use an SBC for much cheaper than buying an 87. So I'm going for down an odd route, because I I feel like everything's expensive this week, and I can't see pound-for-pound anywhere.
3: Yeah, I know. I was gonna. I was struggling myself, and I was like, if I wanted to go very cheap, maybe I'd actually go the Rafael Santos Borre, the other moments player who's an eighty-eight yeah, rated, yeah. and has uh, you know, a similar situation where you can't complete him with dupes probably, and you know it's, it's, a, it's an eighty-eight rated player. But actually, I was looking at his in-game stats, and they're they're pretty good. I mean, he has high composure. I think ninety-one, ninety-seven aggression and uh, he's fast as well i think his shooting stats probably maxed out with hunter pretty much um look very high and he has 87 base short passing which is uh, pretty good so maybe him i was also thinking el shawari looks good i mean uh, interesting thing about him is just the huge boost he got i mean a massive massive increase from a, was it 77 that his, his base item is to an 88 um five star skill move upgrade and uh also you know has Pretty good stats is, I don't know. There are a few stats which are a little bit low, which means people probably won't be using him, um, to be honest. But, you know, still a fun player, and obviously, it's good fodder. um, Which seems to be what we're going for at the moment. I don't know whether, Japes, you can beat good fodder.
2: Yeah, I think that's just, like, the state of the game right now. That, like, Mm. fodder is what we're like, yeah. It's because we look at the promo, and we're like, uh, the Team of the Year Honorable mentions, like, count as part of it. But do they? Do they really? Like, I think we're just looking at, like, the team of the year cars and it's like, all right. Like, I'd probably get Courtois, mm-hmm. get the best keeper in the game for 300k or whatever he is. Sure. I really like Courtois as well like I've
3: used him quite a bit this cycle and he's really good so yeah yeah I think uh chuck him in there why not let's get a team of the year in there. <laughs> that's what it's about um let's quickly chat to the honorable mentions I want to kind of go through the squad because I feel like we probably I don't know I've used a few of these players um and they are affordable they're players that people may pick up and try some of them um you mentioned Kane already uh Pedri, Japes have you used him um nope. at all? Okay, so I've used the Phenoms for ages. I used this one in champs and I think the pace increase that he has is nice over the Phenoms but the other stats aren't massively increased. But his base passing and his his base passing stats are much stronger than the uh, face guard suggests. He's not the most physical but he does have good stamina. Um, and he's the kind of player, if you get him untradeable, and you can work out a way of getting him in, I really think he's worth a try, especially if you're running a three-man midfield. He's good fun. Um, you know, he's got the five-star skills. His passing feels really good. He's nice on the ball. Um, you know, 200k is probably a fair price. Not too hard to, to get into your team as well. Fakir, already mentioned. Uh, Vinicius, I mean, he's just really expensive. Two million and he's not been the most popular this year, actually. He says a lot about the kind of gameplay meta this year. Valverde is pretty expensive and actually I was looking at his upgrade over the UCL version it's not that big so I don't know whether people are going to be that interested Uh, Josh have you given him a go I mean did you feel like he was 900k's worth of play
4: yes I I, like I've missed out on quite a few of the like iterations of Valverde like his player of the month was slightly too expensive and Mm. early game his inform was fairly expensive Um, And I never actually got to try his uh, Champions League version. So this one came out and I was like, I'm going to just give this a go. I've I've got my account that I'm grinding packs on and I've got an account that's got coins on and they're two very separate things. (laughs) And I I absolutely adored him. I thought he was brilliant. I mean, he looks great. High, high, four star, four star, like the stats. It's it's the pace. You're essentially taking what is a wing back and putting him in central midfield, which has always been... Mm a um, huge meta in the game. And 96 sprint speed means he just, it, like those kind of midfielders that are solid, like I found this with um, Xabi Alonso. He's really good and his positioning is great. And if he's close, he'll get the ball. But if someone runs past him, it's difficult to catch back up. And then mm. the, the difference between him and Valverde in that spot was honestly like huge. His passing's brilliant. I know he's only got 86 passing on his card, but... If you actually look at his in-games he's got 94 short passing, 93 long passing, 88 vision and I really felt like felt that in game. Um his shooting was poor, you know, even his long shots which he, he's got decent long shots and shot power, but yeah, I I I absolutely loved him. I thought he was he kind of gave me cracked Kanté vibes from yeah. previous fifas where he's just got he's just everywhere and It seems quicker than everyone else on the field. I I really loved him in midfield.
3: Yeah, yeah. What chemistry style did you put on him, actually?
4: Um, I think I gave him an engine. Yeah, yeah. I know he was already quick, but I was like, I may as well just max it out. And um, his agility and balance is a little low. Mm. And so I was trying to kind of just boost that with a chem style that would work elsewhere. And it kind of gives him like maxed out passing, um, maxed out sprint speed, and it boosts him to 87 agility and 84 balance, which was kind of needed good to know it's interesting actually that you say his shooting wasn't regular
3: because that's the one thing you know not watching La Liga that I know about Valverde is he's got a bit of a cracking shot on him or he seems to score good goals anyway um so it's a bit of a shame that's not reflected on the card but yeah in terms of just wrapping up the other honorable mentions the other player that i did use is davies because i got him untradable off the bench and he was good but obviously would be better on full chem because his defensive stats aren't that amazing actually a um, bit of a shame about the low defensive work rate Uh, But because he's got max pace, it's really nice what you can do with chemistry styles. Boosting his defending and passing and things. And you could even, you know, maybe boost his defending and shooting or something and play him in midfield, you know. There's a lot of options there. And then we also have Saka. Again, not that much better than the Phenoms. Um, Cancelo, it's a big pace boost. So I guess that's, you know, something that's useful. Koulibaly honestly looks pretty reasonable when you compare him to Van Dijk. Almost went for him for pound for pound. And then we move on to Mannion and Bremer, both of whom... I tried over the weekend and I found both honestly pretty awful. Um, I thought Bremer was poor considering his face card stats, but if you look in game, he does have 85 reactions, so maybe it wasn't too surprising that he wasn't so good. But, you know, he's not awful, I guess, and he's he's pretty cheap at 70k. But yeah, anything that anyone wants to add on the Honorable Mentions kind of batch that we've had?
1: I wish we would have maybe gotten uh, a team of, year, team of the year Honorable Mentions uh, SBC. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. we don't, Commonly have that, but we have the objective for Otamendi, which is cool. So, I, I mean, I know we've had a lot of moments SBCs, but you know, just like one or two of uh, the honorable mentions, maybe not like a Neymar, like you said, but somebody that is SBC worthy that could be a nice card. I don't know. And Kunku might even be asking too much as well, but you know, I was surprised that maybe he wasn't nominated for an honorable mentions. But yeah, just, it would have been nice to maybe see one of those via SBC. That's all.
3: Yeah, this is a minor point, maybe uh, completely. Something that people don't think about and it's just a me thing, but you know, Mm -hmm. let me know if you do think about this. But like it always bugs me that the card design for honorable mentions is like it's like deliberately bad. Do you know what (laughs) I mean? It doesn't have the little crest on top, which all special cards have, the little like peak at the top of the card. Yeah. And when you consider the elaborateness of the future stars design, which is gonna come, yeah. Um, and how that's gonna be given to players who've really Let's be honest. Done nothing in their career at all to deserve it, apart from been promising. Um, and these players have had like the best year of their careers
2: and have like well, a like, pretty disappointing. Let's, card not, let's not let's not loop Muziala <laughs> in that group all right well, well okay he Was better be coming been in this team really shouldn't be, he so. that card better be outrageous this is why i'm not spending yeah. any of my coins <laughs> yeah yeah
3: let's move on to the next thing which is the sb caesar out at the moment which is important for a lot of people i'm sure out there thinking oh i've got all this fodder it's a lot of fodder what do i do with it um And I'd be interested to know what people have done with Fodder so far. Um, I've personally done Ramos and Pogba. And I'll probably do a review of Pogba on the the gameplay pod, actually. Um, But have enjoyed him. Uh, Not used Ramos for so long. Um, I think Hugh is going to review him on the gameplay pod. And I also, and I left this till now, just in case Japes leaves. I'm about halfway through Mbappe, Player of the Month. And uh, it doesn't feel good,
2: but... I. He just got too much fodder. And he's you know I mean? he's really annoying to play against. He's super annoying to play yeah. against. I play against him all, like, I've played against him maybe almost every other game now. Really? Like, oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As in the, the Player of the Month, specifically? Yeah, yep, just Player, the player of the version. Month. People open. people, like, ripped all their packs, well, um, didn't get Mbappe, or any of the, like, big icons that they want, so what do they do? Just go out and put
1: them into Player of the Month. The only Mbappe this year it has been available via SBC that just, the fact that it's still expensive doesn't change. Doesn't matter. It's Mbappe. <laughs> yeah. People, the people that haven't packed Mbappe, this is, even though it's expensive, like this is the only way they can get them, you know, grind it with the packs and stuff. And they have fodder so they can get it for a lot cheaper than 2 million coins. Mm. It's why people are getting it done. It's because it's there. It's grindable.
4: I think that also lends itself back into the point of the fact that the majority of packs are untradeable this year mm. is having an effect on the market because like that player with Bappe is not that much better than his regular gold card. It's literally and, plus ones, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it's plus it's plus ones across the board. And and so therefore, if I was to say you can buy the original one or you can spend two million coins on a player you can't sell again. Yeah. I don't know why anyone wouldn't just buy the original one that they could sell on. And that the the price of that golden bappe is held quite well. So uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those where I understand why people want to complete, it, especially if they've got lots of fodder. That card isn't going to be left behind in the power curve probably until middle of team of the season. But it's not one that's piqued my interest. It's way too expensive for me. Yeah. Well,
3: do you know what makes it cheaper? Go on. Packing Kula Bali out of one of the squads. That does oh. make that does that does make up I for mean, it. Actually, even at four hundred k, the most valuable tradable player I've packed in quite some time, and. Quite a lot of people seem to get good pulls out of these squads from player SPCS, but it's never happened to me before. So there we go. And actually, I mean, it didn't reduce the cost of it that much. 1.6 million in actual coins is still a crazy amount to spend. The logic was really that I need to use the fodder. He's out for 30 days. I've done Ratmos and Pogba, so chemistry-wise he works. Also, he can start at right wing, left wing, strike or center forward, and is versatile in terms of where he can play across the attack. So... Yeah, it, it did make sense, and I was thinking about this. Obviously, it's very unlikely you get any one of value, but they do have min ratings. These I think it might only be eighty-one or eighty-two, but that can make a difference. Obviously, they're tradable, and there aren't really that many places to get yourself back tradable packs from untradables, apart from maybe your league SPCS. Yeah, and so, Josh, I was thinking, you know, it's, it's worth keeping an eye on that, you know, or, or considering the return
4: there sometimes. I definitely think that it's one of those, especially completing like 83-rated squads, if you've got lots of 83s and 84s and have no idea where to put them, just have a look at icons you have no interest in completing, mm. and their 83 and 84-rated squads are going to give you tradable packs back for those untradable cards that you've got in your club. It's a great way of converting kind of untradable into, into coins. And it's why kind of I prefer the cheap, two cheap squads over one slightly more expensive squad in a mm. in terms of like a player SVC. So like that Boré you were talking about earlier is an 82 and 84 rated squad. I much prefer that than 185 rated squad. In fact, I probably prefer it over 182 rated squad because you get like 18 players back and with the cost of non-rare golds right now, that's a decent chunk of coins back. Probably yeah. actually, if you're putting in untradables, you're getting quite a lot of value back and you get that fodder card as well
3: yeah yeah that's a really good point actually look across these player sbcs even if you don't particularly plan for the player to certainly enter your team um it's a good point about 83 rated 84 rated squads and icons too and yeah in terms of the other sbc players people might be considering josh you've done haven't avenue um, any particular thoughts on him
4: yeah so I, I like i thought he was fairly sensibly priced i think mm. if if he was you know I know he's got those two cards uh, already there. I think they were World Cup versions. And if you actually look at the price of them and then give the plus one for the upgrade for his flashback, it's 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 not a bad price. And then taking into account the fact you've got so much fodder flying around. My only thing, I, I loved Mane. I thought he was brilliant. One of the fastest players I've used. Mm. My only issue with him was it wouldn't have killed them to have given five star in either skills or weak foot. I think mm. either one of those would have really elevated him to a player that would will be there in your team for a long period or, or will be the premium Bundesliga left winger for a long period of time. Um, obviously, his new link to João Cancelo is very nice as well. Mm. Who has just moved to Bayern Munich yeah, on loan? That just um, came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, João. Rico Lewis is tearing it up. So, yeah, yeah, go you know, couldn't couldn't handle being the second best Portuguese wing back in in Manchester, uh, <laughs> yeah. <you know>, Diogo <laughs> Dallo clear. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I really, really like that man. He's definitely the first player I would look to complete. I think with with the fodder that you get, okay. um, Bundesliga is a a bad league for for you know in general compared to some of the others, but um, I think he could be the start of a, a really nice Bundesliga segment. And there's lots of good heroes from Bundesliga, which will give you decent links. Mm. The other thing I wanted to talk about after Mane is the draft objectives that came out. Because oh, the yeah. eighty one by eleven, I think it was, and, and this happened right at the beginning of the team of the year that suddenly World Cup cards got added back into our clubs. Yeah, but not the good ones. I, I you know no, my, no, my Ronaldo and Neymar ones. are not
3: there, but some like, you know, 77 rated Tunisian is there, yeah. It's <laughs> like <laughs> classic. Yeah, yeah And sorry, so then it kind wrong. of
4: made sense that when that draft objective came out, suddenly we were packing them again from those packs. <laughs> no, and sorry. um EA have said there was a mistake and they'll give people the packs back, but I I've read now in several places, I haven't actually seen EA officially say it, but apparently if you packed a Team of the Year World Cup player, you are getting the Team of the Year version of that player. Ah, interesting. Because they were flying out of those packs. So if you got those five draft games or five draft wins, I think it was done quickly. Good on you. Yeah, nice. That is good to know.
3: The thing that was going to move us on to is suggested grinds for packs and i'm sure josh will be able to recommend some good approaches i think one thing i wanted to say is don't get too hung up on 83s they're really not worth much right now and putting them straight into an upgrade is not a bad thing at all Uh, 84s may be a bit different but yeah 83s don't get too attached and i'd also say it could be worth waiting till the next day sometimes just to use up players in the daily min rating SBCs. Don't forget that there's also the opportunity to uh, discard the player, then recover them via Quicksil Recovery on the web app or the companion app. Um, But Josh, in terms of those really committed, grinding away, what would you say uh, they should be doing in this circumstance at the moment anyway, at time of recording?
4: The first thing I would say is in previous years, the distribution of Team of the Year cards was quite heavy in certain leagues this year. I think it's four, three, three, and one. So there's no mm. specific league that's necessarily better. And in fact, like you know, lots of people do the Liga one because they want to get Mbappe or Messi or Hakimi. Um, but the problem with that is you get loads and loads of dupes, and there's not as much fodder. You know, Premier League's yeah. better for fodder. The league has probably got more cards that you'd want. It's it's kind of a weird mix. But if you do the the player picks you can then take those rare golds that you get from the player picks put them into the premium league upgrades and start the grind that way and you actually see more rare golds because you get three rare golds on your screen per player pick than you do by going into the premium upgrades so if you're just spending coins that would be the way i would do it if you're wanting to maintain a coin balance firstly wait for uh, an icon SBC. the moment we get icon SBCs, rare golds uh, sorry rare bronzes jump to 500 coins Easy. When Jabby Alonso came out, they were 550 coins and you could just sell them like within five minutes they'd go. And what that allows you to do is open bronze packs for free, essentially selling your rare bronze in each one, because the discard value of the kits and badges and managers and contracts is usually around 200 coins. And so you get three non-rare bronzes just into your club for free. You can do that really quickly and get a lot of them in your club. You'll stock yourself up, then take your non-league SBC bronzes, put them into the silver upgrades, the two-player silver upgrades, and then take everything you've just got there and go into the minor league SBC. It's incredibly cheap to complete the minor league SBC at the moment. You'll get some decent packs back from it, but mainly what you're looking for is more golds and silvers to then put into the major league, the premium league SBC, which is also really cheap right now. Not quite as cheap as it has been, just because the golds, uh, the non-rare golds are kind of 600, 650 coins because of the player picks. Um, But the Liga and Eredivisie section is way cheaper than it's ever been. Um, So that sort of bronze packs into League SBC would be the way I would do it. If you've got lots of packs saved up and are wondering what the most efficient grind is, Until about Wednesday, I would be putting all of your duplicates into the Premium League SPC and grinding that as much as you can because that's going to maintain a coin total and maintain your pack total. You're going to still get loads and loads of packs back and with the opportunity of getting tradable return you might hit something bigger big out of the tradables once we hit wednesday and there's only like two days left then i would go into the player picks and the premium league upgrades because that they are just coin sinks that you're never going to get those coins or cards back you're just losing cards and coins every time mm-hmm. um so for the next kind of day or so it would be worth i think doing league SBCs uh and and then go then you know do your last hurrah once we get to kind of wednesday and thursday yeah and also
3: bear in mind we're doing this before monday 6 p.m uk time so things may yeah, it might I know, be something new to it might be completely different but i think that's still useful especially because of the tie into the league spcs and actually i think worth mentioning there are various objectives which kind of supplement those upgrade grinds um, so worth looking out if you're close to you know um, getting a, an extra pack because you've done i don't know what is it 25 uh, la liga premium upgrades or something like that and yeah as you you mentioned draft earlier but there's also draft token a day that you can do as well great um and on that josh you'll be doing all that sort of stuff on your streams which have been going great so if people want to check those out they
4: should yes yeah i've been uh, been streaming a bit more recently kind of every other day usually uh, in the morning uk time um mm-hmm. so you know very early if you're uh, if you're in the states but yeah i'm a spreadsheet fever on uh, on twitch and and on twitter i'll be posting any upgrade grinds that karma i'll be posting how i would do them on my twitter and then going like running through them on stream and how i'm doing them there perfect yeah yeah and if you're in his stream Say hi from the pod. Always nice. Yes, do. I have lots of people saying they they enjoy me on the pod. I have lots of people saying, can you get Japes to stream again? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I've done your done your job for you guys. And uh,
3: thank you very much, Josh, for coming to this pod. We'll say our goodbyes now. It's been great to have you. No, it's been great. Thank you very much. And Japes as well. Uh, maybe not the streaming, but certainly the newsletter we should let people know about.
2: Yep. Uh, you can check, the, or you can find the newsletter via my Twitter, which is at AirJapes. Nice.
3: Thank you very much for coming on. Cheers. We'll catch you on the gameplay. And Nate as well. been great to have you back on the pod after a little
1: while. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely, Ben. Thanks for having me on. It's a good time of the year. Not maybe yeah. for the pack weight, but I mean, it's actually we're entering kind of the low time of the year. So hopefully we'll
3: see what future stars mm-hmm. can bring. Obviously all of that covered on your YouTube and on your streams. So uh, where can people find those? yep just search up the foot accountant on youtube or twitch and you'll find me there we go thank you to these guests you'll catch two of them on this week's gameplay podcast a support your episode this week and actually a reminder as you heard at the break thirty-six thousand fifa point giveaway over on patreon bit.ly slash xmas 23 points it'll be done in time for team of the year final chance to enter There is also a link in the description of this podcast. Right, that does wrap us up. Thank you very much again to the guests we've had, but also to you listeners out there listening along to the supporters who are keeping this podcast going, including those icon patrons. Dave B, Hugh J, Coach Fass, DJ FIFA Player, Alan G, Alistair, Anthony R, Dominic P, Rob P, Jeff B, Stephen F, Tom B, Damon H, David S, Nick Jack M, Eric T, Neil P, Adam G, Dan W, Waterman, Jake G, Roger D, Springford, Elec, Bracco, Nishant, Harry P, Alex M, Lee A, Brendan W, Andrew C, Joe W, Timothy J, Dylan, Adam R, Sam K, Graham W, Andy, Ads
0: H2K, and Brian V. Plus, a special thanks
3: to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foote for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to the there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to the And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast.